Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Alhamdulillah, today I wanted to share just a brief history of Balochistan. Uh, why am I choosing this specific topic? It's because I am Baloch myself, if you didn't already know that. And I feel like I wanted to just kind of touch on my roots a little, just to kind of give me an idea of where I'm from and, you know, just learn something. So, like, growing up, honestly, I I mean, I, I've never been to Pakistan. I've never been to Karachi. You know, we'd always have people come around and uh, see who traveled out and came back and the excitement of unpacking the suitcases and, you know, bringing out the sweetmeats and the different kinds of uh, cloths and dresses and uh, shalwar kameez that um, my dad would bring back for all of us. Um, that watch that always had the uh, Urdu writing and <laughs> uh, it was just it was just fun. Um, but it would have been nice to actually uh, go and visit. And inshallah, I do hope to go and visit my family. Uh, my mom and dad do still have family there, and I do try and stay in touch with them. And I feel like it's really important to stay connected to your roots. Um, Balochistan, I couldn't believe that it wasn't just uh, that they settled in uh, the Pakistani province. They also settled in the Iranian province of Sistan and Balochistan. And they also settled in the Afghan region. So I don't want to go too much into the history because uh, Wikipedia has got so much information with regards to this. I couldn't believe it. It kind of goes into the pre-Islamic history. It goes into the conquest of uh, Baluchistan. And check this out, because I've read this in a few places. The Baluchi, who believe they are descendants of Amir Hamza, an uncle of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, trace their origins to tribes living in the region of Aleppo in Syria. Migrating eastward, these tribes reached the southern shores of the Caspian Sea, and from there they settled in their present homeland sometime between 5th and 7th centuries AD. They were isolated by the remoteness and the inhospitable nature of their lands, very barren and dry, and they existed for several centuries as more or less independent groups and various tribes and clans. The Persians, Arabs, Hindus and others have laid claim to be part of Baluchistan and the traditional Baluchi homeland at various times. So he also read about the British annexation of Sindh in 1843 and that kind of pushed the frontier of British India to the borders of Baluchistan. And they may have been concerned with some sort of Russian threat to the Indian Empire and also gaining access to the strategic Afghanistan frontier, the British then sought to extend their influence over Balochi. They achieved this by playing local leaders against each other and exploiting the Balochi through a policy of divide and conquer. Tribal chiefs were guaranteed their local autonomy and cash payments, etc., uh, as long as the British were allowed to stay in their territory. And some of the areas of the local 
Afghanistan border, they were also bought under direct British administration. And by the early 20th century, the British took control of the region and extended its borders of Afghanistan and Iran. So the British province of Balochistan passed to Pakistan when that Ithaca country came in to being in 1947. So Pakistan also inherited the problems of the region with the fiercely independent and warlike Baluchi tribes, as they say, resisting integration into the new political state. And without going further into it, there's a wonder why there's such conflict in that area. And uh, because they want their independence, they were promised autonomy. And um, it just sounds too familiar whenever something like this happens. I mean, look what's going on in Palestine. It's purely when other countries get involved and they just kind of left a country in such a mess that sometimes it becomes irreparable. And, you know, they're, the people are suffering even today. I mean, we're in 2021. Uh, why are people still fighting for their land? So going back to the history the main ethnic groups in the province are the Baloch people and the Pashtuns, who constitute 52% and 36% of the population, respectively, according to a 2011 census. And the remaining 12% comprises of a smaller communities of Baroes and Hazaras, along with other settlers in the, uh, in the area, such as Sindhis, Punjabis, Uzbeks and Turkmens. So the name Balochistan means the land of the Baloch. Largely underdeveloped, its provincial economy is dominated by natural sources, such as its natural gas fields, and is estimated to have sufficient capacity to supply Pakistan's demands over the long to medium term. So we also have Quetta, which is like the second largest city in the province, and there's another major area which is of importance, and that's the Gwadar port on the Arabian Sea. So Balochistan is kind of noted for its unique culture and extremely dry uh, desert climate. So I'm going to end with that. Um, I urge you to look up your roots and try and figure out where you're from. And uh, just, it's really interesting to read about uh, where your family uh, originated from and uh, your forefathers and how they came into Islam. It's really interesting. So I urge you to do that for yourself. And uh, I learned a lot from this experience. I'm really looking forward to uh, visiting Pakistan. Um, really looking forward to seeing the people there and the culture and the food, of course. You know, the food is just Oh my God, it's just unbelievable. Like um, my mom growing up with um, her food was just unbelievable. The gosht, the chicken, the biryani, the dal, the paratas, the samosas. And I just love everything about the food. There's so many different things, uh, so many different ways uh, they cook their food. And I've picked up a lot, especially from my mom's cooking. And I try and uh, implement that in my cooking that I do today. Uh, obviously, it's not as good as my mom's cooking, but I do try. So, yeah, I'll leave you with that.
and please be safe out there and look after yourselves. Until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.